0: Okay, before my instance starts, I just want to give a slight introduction. See, you know, there's always, there's different reasons why you have a guest speaker. Sometimes it's because you want to hear what they want to say. Sometimes it's because, you know, um, you're not able to give the class, so you try to have someone that could fill in for you for the class, and sometimes it's because you want to be able to introduce them. And this time it's okay. it's all three, because Baruch Hashem, I, I, you know, there's things going on in the koil that I have to take care of, and and the content of Rav Mendiz is going to say is going to be fantastic, no doubt. Can I, can I, I, I get to introduce you? him? Okay. So there. Am <laughs> I able to meet you? So um, okay, Rav Mendiz, doesn't really need an Okay. Okay, I've been muted. Okay, I guess that was my cue. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Enjoy the sheer, have a wonderful night, a wonderful Shabbos.
1: Okay, thank you. Rabbi Bogut, thank you for the opportunity to share some words over here. Um, So, you know, it's Parsha's Korach this week, and we know Korach is all about, okay, you can unmute yourselves. Unmute, unmute. There we go. Okay. Korach is about what would you say? Parshas korach. It's about argument, about machlokis, right? We know that Korach, right? <coughs> the Mishnah tells us any machlokis, call machlokis that for the sake of heaven is going to exist. Right, and it's not for the sake of heaven. Will not. And what's the makhlo- What's the paradigm of a machlokes? That's the shem shemayim for the sake of heaven. That's hilal and Shammai. It means a hilal and Shammai, when they argued. Right, they were trying to get to the truth. They weren't trying to get I'm right and you wrong. Right, they were trying to get to the truth. That's why we have all the teachings till today. Right, but the, what's the paradigm of a machlokes in argument? Right, dissent between. Two groups or two people, etc., that's not Lashem Shemai, means that it's not for the sake of heaven, but it's because of self-interest, right? That's going to be the Machloikis, the argument of Korach and his the, the people that joined him against Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay? So bottom line, Korach goes down in history, right, as Machloikis, right? Whenever you think of Korach, right, you think of right away, you think of Machloikis, the sense. Right. You know, um, you know, quarreling and etc. Right. Now we know also, (coughs) I say, just tell us, right, that why did Koryach start up with Moshe? We know that Koryach started up a, a revolt against Moshe Rabbeinu. Why did he do it? So Rashi brings down that Niskanah, he had Kino. He had Kino means jealousy. Right? He was jealous about the people that Moshe ben appointed, right? He felt that he should have gotten the job, and, and and in fact, his younger cousin got the job, whatever it was. So so that was at the core of why he started this whole argument, right? The core was jealousy. So what i like to speak about now is not, not so much about Korach, right? Because the truth is, it's hard to understand Korach wasn't just you know, as a, that some rabble rouser, right? Koryoch was an extremely important person, right? A very lofty, high person, right? And, uh, you know, so it's difficult to really, you know, put a finger on what the, but, but we have, the mission that tells us, this is a makhloikes, right? And the makhloikes, this argument was not for the sake of heaven. And we also have the rashi that tells us there was jealousy. So what I'd like to talk about is, how do we deal with jealousy in our own lives? And how do we deal with makhloikes in our own lives? Okay, yeah.
2: Uh, Rabbi, uh, what tribe was uh, Korach from? Levi. Le- okay, he was a Levite, and uh, yeah. always- he Moshe, was Moshe's first cousin. Oh, okay, so they're related. They always refer to it as Korach's rebellion, in a sense, which doesn't exactly. come across so nice.
1: Correct, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, so what we do know is the words that the Mishnah uses that it's a mach, there's machloikes, which means argument, right, and not for the sake of heaven, so it seems to be and right, and we also have the, the you know, the, the, that Chazal tell us there was an element of jealousy, okay, now I want to leave Korach alone and just go to those two concepts, right how can we, you know, it's, we deal all the time with jealousies right? we deal the time with makhloikas, I and mean, you just look around right? and you see right, the world is full of it how can we somehow personally, you know um, I guess you know, help ourselves when it comes to those things, okay? So the first thing I want to talk about is, uh, what I'm going to tell you now is a little bit on the Hasidic side, okay? So brace yourselves, okay? And that is like this. So, well, let's start off with, let's start off with jealousy, (coughs) okay? And that, that really should cover it. And that is like this. You know, jealousy is is just one of the um, midos. Midos means character traits that are negative. Ne- negative character. Ne- negative character. Character traits. But we know the others as well. There's, you know, the Mishnah tells us hakina, right? taiva, taiva, Kina means jealousy. Taiva means lust and covet. Honor seeking. Right. They take a person out of the world. Okay, so those bad midos take the person out of the world. So I'd, I'd, I'd like to speak in general, right, about midos. And it's how we somehow able to conquer, right, or deal with our midos, our, our, our negative character traits. <clears throat> so I'd, I'm going to quote from a, from a, <clears throat> from a safe robber. here. Yeah, he says like this Hahar Gosha, at, I teach him what I'm going to say now, right, I think is, I, I can't think of anything more important. I'm sorry. What are you reading from? From a sefer. It's called Bayom Darkecha. By okay, it's, 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 the author is unknown. I you. mean, I don't know who it is. The, the book's written, you know, without a name, right? But um, he's a he's a person that's living today in Bnei Brak. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he didn't put his name to the. I'm not sure exactly why, but he didn't put his name to the book. <clears throat> but the, the I mean, the, but the concept that he's going to mention. Uh, you know, he just puts it down very nicely, but the concepts are you know they common <coughs> now. So he writes like this. Again, I can't think of anything more important than this than this topic over here. Our feelings, right? But our feelings are a result of our thoughts. Okay, the Hainum as it means to say they are a result the outcome of some type of understanding according of, of what happened to so mean to say a circumstance extremely important a circumstance is not responsible for how you we who, how we feel circumstances do not cause our feelings what causes our feelings right, is our thoughts about those circumstances right for for example right if um What's a good example? You're standing in snooks, right? And, you know, you're standing in line, money on business and someone rams you, you know, with a cart into your heels, right? Ever happened? Sure. Okay, what's your response? You're angry at first, right off the bat. Right off the bat, you turn red, smoke comes out of your ears, right? (laughs) Okay, and you're about to turn around and you want to give them a piece of your mind, right? That's really how we feel. The letter you turned around and you saw over there, A little old lady, right? Or you saw over there a blind person, you know, you saw dark glasses and a stick, right? What would happen to your anger? Wrong. Gone. What happened? Why is it gone? Because Because you
2: realize that it wasn't purposeful and you're kind of angry with yourself for even jumping to that conclusion.
1: Very good. So, but the, the bottom line is your thoughts have changed. 100%. Your thoughts have changed. You know, someone comes and they, they, they flick your ear, right? You're about to turn around and flick theirs back, and they tell you, well, there was a mosquito over there. You know what I'm saying? Right? Mm-hmm. So again, you're, you're, you're lying in bed. You know, six, your alarm clocks are going to gonna go off 6.30. Right? 6.20, you, know, you get a call, a wrong number. What, what happens? <laughs> you probably want to blast them right but on the other hand if you're sliding in your bed at 630s your 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 long clubs supposed to go off at 620 your dog i don't know if you have a dog but your dog your cute dog jumps on you and wakes you up <clears throat> you're not angry right? so what so again what do you see from these things you see that our emotions our feelings right, are, are are derived from our thoughts no circumstances do not it's, uh, this is a, I mean it's such a simple thing but it's extremely freeing Right? In other words, you never a victim. You are never a victim to any circumstance because you can. It's, it's up to your thinking. You're really causing it to yourself. Any, right? Any anger, etc., that is going to come from a circumstance, you really it's self-inflicted, right? Because you thought a certain way, right? You didn't have to think that way, right? And even more, if you understand that it's only your thought, that itself is strong enough, right? If you really understood that, that, are, that alo- alone would make the feeling disappear. Because you know, it's not a real thing. It's something that's self inflicted. It's something that's, so I created it myself. Anyway, so he goes on to say like this that feelings are, are caused by our thoughts. Okay. And therefore, for example, if you understand a certain thing, right, and you think this should not be, right, this is not correct for to happen, right, then you know what's going to happen? You're going to be. Aroused to anger, but right? but if you ha- but if in your thoughts you understand that this that thing that my friend did to me is a good thing, right? So then you're not going to get angry. So bottom line is how you how you think about a circumstance, right? That's what's going to cause your feeling. <coughs> okay. Now <coughs> he goes on to say like this: kah um, nimza comes out voidahi, the root of all our service in trying to deal with our character traits, our wrong character traits, right, is is to understand the world properly. Right? And if you understood the world properly, you will not have these bad feelings. So if we're talking about bad character traits, let's say kina, jealousy, taiva, lust, covod, honor anger, right, etc. But if we understood the world properly, that would not happen. And let me just explain one more thing. <coughs> just imagine um, that you were living a few hundred years ago, right, and <coughs> and you you, you, you know, at the time that people thought that the world was flat, okay, and you're going on a, you're going on a journey on a ship, on a, you know, you're going, you're sailing wherever it is, okay, you'd be petrified that you're going to fall off the end of the world. <laughs> That's what people were. Right, so so bottom line is, you know, if you you're making you're making your uh, preparation for this trip. You're gonna make sure that I have an extremely heavy anchor, right? That I keep, you know, I keep watching the shore, you know, the shore that I shouldn't go too far, that I'm not gonna fall. But right? so bottom line, you're full of thoughts, right? That I might fall off. I'm gonna go to the underworld. I don't know exactly what they used to think in that time, right? But you'll be full of anxiety because of your thoughts. I might fall off the end of the world. Right. What happens if someone told you, listen here, we went up in a spaceship, we saw the world is round, you're not falling off anywhere. Right? So automatically all these those thoughts will dissipate. Right? All the anxiety will go. All the, all the thoughts will dissipate, and therefore the anxiety that came because of those thoughts will go. Okay? So, <clears throat> so bottom line is, he says like this, that the Pitoron, the, the the um I know how you translate Pitoron, the um Okay, I, I, the, 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 the answer to dealing with all these as character, negative character traits is, that is if you would understand, if the person would understand, he'd have a deep understanding of Hashem's existence and Hashem's providence, right? So bottom line is those bad character traits would not come up, right? In other words, just like with the minute you know that the world is round, I'm not worried about falling off. Right, the minute I know that Hashem's running the show, I mean, what I'm saying is extremely simple, right? But bottom line, if we lived like this, we'd be different people. We'd be smiling from ear to ear, 24/7, right? What you know, meaning to say like this: if we lived with a reality, right, it means that it was tangibly, tangible, real to us that Hashem's running the show, right? It's about, Hashem exists. Hashem's running the show, right? Any of these thoughts, let's say someone angers me, right? Someone stole from me. Right? someone hurt me, right, so bottom line is, that person, I know, right, if I'm aware that Hashem's running the show, this person, right, is a shliach, this person is, is an agent from Hashem, right, as he didn't do it on his own, he might have thought on his own, but like the Chinook tells us, nothing that happens to me, right, is by chance, right, even if someone else has free choice, right, however that works, that's another story, he has free choice to punch me, Right, but bottom line is he won't succeed if I'm not supposed to be punched. So bottom line, anything that if, if I'm aware that anything that happens to me, right, is there's divine providence why it should happen. So automatically, my thoughts will be the world's round. Why am I getting angry? Why am I getting angry at him? Right now, the same thing. Um, for example, a um, a person's you know he's prideful. Also a negative, a negative character trait. He's he's prideful, right? Now, um, if he would be aware Hashem's running the show, right? I'm pride, proudful because I'm smart, because I'm rich, because I'm this, because I'm handsome, because whatever it is, whatever things I'm thinking, right? Well, I know that Hashem gave it to me as a gift. I'm not responsible for that. So where's my my pride will right away, you know, dissipate? Right. My bottom line is if that would be in front of us, like the like the says, Shivisi Hashem the Nagdi Summit, that Hashem's in front of me all the time, right? So then bottom line, that's the antidote. That's the antidote for any bad Midas. Right. If I see my friend driving a Porsche, right? A red sporty Porsche, right? And I and I'm jealous, right? It's because I'm not understanding if Hashem wanted, he'd give me a Porsche as well. Right, he's not, he's not. You know, he has he has that means to get me whatever I want. I'll win the lottery, whatever it is. Right. So bottom line is, if I don't have it, it means because he doesn't want me to have it. So therefore, I'm not going to be jealous. So bottom line again, type of any any of these <coughs> negative character traits. Right. If a person is has a strong, retangible emuna, right, belief in Hashem and that Hashem's running the show and nothing's random. Automatically, all our negative um, character traits will will dis dissip, will, dissip, will dissipate. They won't they won't they won't even come up. Just like if once once I know that the world is round, it doesn't come up that I might fall off the end of the world. The same thing. If I know Hashem run, is running the show, there's no reason to be angry with this person. But right? there's no reason to be jealous of this person. Right? There's no reason to be haughty over this person. Right? Because I know that Hashem's running the show. Right? If you wanted to give it to me, I'd have it, right? If, if you didn't want me to be hurt, I wouldn't be hurt, etc. I think we get the point, right? I think it's a simple thing, right? but it's extremely freeing, right? Because you're never a victim of anybody, right? Meaning to say, even if somebody slights you, somebody embarrasses you, someone doesn't do what you want them to do, etc. right? all those different things, right? you you causing yourself that pain. Right? You don't have to cause yourself that pain. Right. And I'll tell you something, even in interpersonal relationships, even in between a husband and a wife, man, right? it's the same thing, meaning to say a person's hurt by their spouse. They expected this and they caused the hurt to themselves. Right? This right. In other words, again, say I expected supper to be ready on time. I expected it to be hot, whatever it, and it wasn't. Right? So now are you angry? What? Who are you angry? Hashem is in control, right? He didn't want you to be eating at this time, right? Bottom line is you're right. She she was lazy. She didn't get the chance, etc. But bottom line is that's not my hurt. Is not coming from that. My hurt is coming from my expectation, my thoughts. That's what's causing my hurt. Not exactly. In other words, I'll tell you something. Could be that you come home from work one day, right? And supper's not ready, and you're fine with it. And another day. You're angry. what's the difference, right? Well, one day I had negative thoughts and the other day I didn't have negative thoughts. That's what it is. It's not the fact that it wasn't ready. Okay. I think we get that. Yeah. Uh, Not from a spouse standpoint,
2: but it reminds me of the story of Joseph, Rabbi. You know, he could be so angry at his siblings
1: and yet he saw that it was Hashem's, uh, you know, wish that. That's what he told them. I, I tell you something. You don't find that he was angry. Chumash never said that he was angry, right? And he told. In fact, he told them at the end, "You thought to do bad to me, but Hashem, you know, orchestrated it for the good." But bottom line is, right? Again, right? I I think we get the point, right? That's so. That that's one way of dealing with with negative, with with negativity, with 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 um, with uh, you know, with jealousy, etc. Okay. I think it's extremely important. You know, and the more we think about it, that I'm causing, you know that. No feeling can come without a thought, no such a thing. You'll never think, you'll never feel anything without thinking beforehand. Right? So, it's always your thought that is the catalyst for your feeling. Okay, so that's one, one, one understanding. Okay, now what I wonder, Now he goes on to another one, and this is a much deeper one. Okay, so what we said so far right, was pretty, you know, straightforward, simple, right? Okay, it's not so easy to implement, right, but I'm saying but at least, but at least it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a... Now, <coughs> the second thing he says is like this, right, that there's such a concept of Lahalo Sosamidis, somehow to uplift the meter. So let me see if I can give a, 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 a Marshall. A, um, just imagine there's somebody sitting on a chair, okay, and he puts a jacket, like, you see my jacket's over here, puts your jacket over here, he goes out wherever he goes out, somebody knows that he's, this person is strapped for money, right? and he wants to give him a gift, so he takes five hundred dollars, rolls it up, sticks it in the person's pocket, he doesn't know about it, he doesn't, he wants it to be anonymous. <coughs> you know, the person doesn't know it's there, comes home, you know, puts his jacket on the chair again, Right? <coughs> his son, you know, starts rummaging through his father's, you know, pockets and finds $500, right? Obviously, and I just made this up, right? So he takes the $500, goes to the toy store or the candy store. It comes back with truckloads of candy and toys, right? The father says, wow, I'm so happy you have it, right? Now, you know, a couple, a week later, the father need, really needs the money. So he goes to the same person that gave it to him. He didn't know that he gave it to him. He goes to him and says, you know, can you maybe lend me $500, But right? I need to pay my rent. So the guy says back to him, you know, I, I put it. I'll tell you the truth. I gave you a gift, five hundred dollars a week ago. put it in your pocket, right? You still need money, so he says, "Oh, I never understood," but my little kid took it away from me. Okay, that's 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 the marshal. How do you say Marshall in English? The the lesson, the, the parable, whatever. Now, what what I want to say from that, and that is like this: <coughs> anything that happens to us, right? Is, is from myself, from above, right, let's say I'm walking past a chocolate, and I have a tremendous lust for that chocolate, an ice cream, right, I want that, you know, soft ice cream with sprinkles, whatever it is, right, something, right, I really have a, a desire for that ice cream, my lips start, you know, whatever, okay, now, and then I go and eat it, okay, so what that is, is the little child taking an emotion that Hashem gave me, using it for Himself, instead right, of me being able to use that emotion for something much higher. Okay? Let me, let, let me let, for example, again, that's the idea. So, something like this, when I have a lust for that chocolate, right, I need to understand that Hashem is sending me a, a feeling of desire for something. Right? Now, that feeling of desire for something should be used for Hashem. It should be, I have a desire, right? I have a love for you, Hashem. Right? But the thing is, that emotion, that love that I have for Hashem, that feeling of love, right? Hashem is clothed in a chocolate, in an ice cream. Right? And therefore, right, He's, He's sending me a gift. But the gift that He's put in my little pocket, He's putting it in my pocket. Right? That is, what is that gift? This feeling that you can use to come closer to me. Use that feeling of, of desire for t- to, 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 to uh, I guess, facilitate your love towards Hashem. That's what Hashem's giving it to me for. The only thing is, he, he, closes, he, he covers it up in something else. In what? In an ice cream. To bottom line, when I have a lust for the ice cream, that's the little child in me taking that tremendous emotion and using it for toys and candy. Is, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that clear? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, so bottom line is, right, he wants to say every single, every single negative emotion, right, is really a calling for something much higher, just as clothed in a negative thing. Let me give another example. For example, um... You know, the the Talmud tells us that a person (coughs) is obligated to say, the world was created for me. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, what does that mean, the world was created for me? Right? It doesn't mean, you know, I'm going to pack my back and, you know, everyone else out of the way. Right? What it means is that there's something special that Hashem wants from me. I'm special. You're special. Each one of us is special. Each one of us has our own task. Now, when I realize that, that the world was created for me, it means that, that there's special task that I have that no one else in the world, no one else in the 6,000 years of the world ever had and will have such a task. But right? that's very empowering. That's very encouraging. Right? That means that Hashem really expects from me something. Right? So bottom line is so that thought of that world was created for me, Right? the point of it is to empower me. Right? It's to give me encouragement right? to serve Hashem on a much greater level. I'm the only one that can do this. Right? My, my doubling, mincha today, right? no one else in the world can accomplish what I accomplished through my mincha. Now that's extremely empowering. Right? Now, so Hashem sends me this feeling right, that I want to speak lush and horror about somebody. I want to gossip. I want to put somebody down. <coughs> right? Now, that feeling right, that I want to put somebody down, where does it stem from? from that i'm better than him now so that again but right, is hashem giving me a feeling right to use this feeling for that gemara that tells us that 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 the world was created for me it's just enclosed in something forbidden it's enclosed in a gossip against somebody else is, is that understood it means that my feeling right that i want to gossip and put someone else down stems from my feeling of importance and my feeling of importance right i should realize that when i have this desire i have a juicy piece of gossip to say over but right? i should know Hashem's giving me a gift the gift is what realize how important and special and unique you are right now you can use it for two things you can use it to gossip right? and that's what's pulling you now the gossip but right? but the feeling behind it is something that is pure right and therefore i should really leave the gossip alone, and use that feeling of importance, right, to, 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 to as encouragement to serve Hashem better. Is, is, that, is, that, is that clear? Yes. Right? So, so, so this is a completely different idea, mean to say, when I have a lust for something, when I have, for example, um, when, when I have anger, right, when I have anger, so he says like this, <coughs> Well, this is part of his list. When I have tiber, tiber means lust for something. Okay. Now, when I have a lust for something, the root of that lust comes from a meter called Chesed. Chesed means to be so good, to be so good. So, lust, right, somehow is connected to this meter of Chesed, right? And therefore, you know something? The way that this this lust is going to be positively translated is Ava, is love. So my lust that I have for, let's say, this ice cream, right, is really an a, a, a infusion of this feeling of love right, that is enclosed in an ice cream. And my little child wants that ice cream, but the big me should know to take that and use it for loving Hashem. Okay? Another example, cast, anger. I feel extremely upset at this person. I'm angry at this person. Right now, anger again, it's a gift that Hashem is giving me that's connected to the meter of Kvura. This is more Kabbalistic, so I don't, I don't know how to explain it exactly. Right, but it's the, the meter that's going to correspond to fear. Okay, so bottom line is I'm getting an infusion from above, an influx from above of this feeling that I can utilize to fear Hashem. Right now, this enclosed in what in screaming at this person that wronged me. Right? So if I do not scream at that person and I say, listen here, I want to scream at that person, but it's coming from that that character trait called yira, or fear. And I'm going to use it now to fear Hashem. So I'm going to as, as if to say that's the adult in me using that 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 feeling for a positive instead of for the negative. Instead of letting the little child take it from me. <coughs> Another one, Gaiva. Gaiva means hoardiness. <coughs> So, haughtiness, he says, is connected to the mida of Tepiaras. So again, that's Kabbalistic. But the meter that corresponds, the character trait that corresponds to gaiva is dvakus. Dvakus means cleaving. So, bottom line is, when I feel gaiva, when I feel hordy, right? So, bottom line is, I can walk around, strutting around with my nose up, you know, feeling like that, right? That would be the little child in me, right? But really, I should use that meter called dvakus. Means connection to connect to Hashem. So, bottom line, every negative meter that I, that is aroused in me is a gift in disguise. But right? mm-hmm. it's a gift in disguise that instead of going after the disguise and using it for something, you know, like a child. But right, I should really, you know, see through that and use and utilize it in a much higher in a much higher level. Right. And the same thing comes with kina That's what we started with with jealousy. When it comes to jealousy, the same thing. Jealousy comes from where? I'm special, right? I deserve it as well. So that again is a calling Hashem's giving me the. I'm jealous. My neighbor's driving by with this red Porsche. I'm jealous, right? Instead of going ahead and denting his red Porsche, right? Or going ahead and buying my own Porsche or whatever it is, right? I should understand. Right? I should understand what Hashem doing. He's throwing me something to feel my uniqueness, my specialness. Right? And therefore, I should use that again to say, look how special I am. I'm going to serve Hashem in a unique type of a way. Right? I make a difference in the world. So there again, you're, you're not, you, know, you,
0: you,
1: you you're using it for a higher purpose. Now, just tell you one, one deeper point <coughs> when it comes to jealousy. He writes like this. This is very interesting what is the depth why do you feel jealous okay now so what i just said now is because i feel special right? And, i and if he gets it so why shouldn't i get it i'm special as well right so that's simply but listen to what he says an unbelievable thing this is a very deep thing he says like this that somehow deep in my nephesh, in my soul right, i remember that at the root we were all one in other words all our souls are one Initially right and then they split into different ones, but bottom line is somehow my subconscious and my nephesh, whatever it is But I remember the fact that we were once one right, and and and, and the pain right of, of knowing that we were one and split right, is extremely painful for me now when he has a red Porsche He's standing out right that's reminding me I don't have it. He has it that means that we we distinct We're not one anymore so bottom line is the pain of jealousy comes from the from the deep fact that i realize that we're not in that prime form again as one neshama we have been separate that feeling of separation right, is what causes me the pain unbelievable thought right? think about that right? and if that's true right so when that happens to me right so what i'm supposed to think is not i'm um, pain that he has and therefore we separate i should concentrate you know something in fact we won Right, even though the shamans might be in different bodies, but the is not really right. The root of the neshamas is one. If the root of the shamans is one, so he's me. I'm happy that he has the Porsche. And instead of feeling distinct and separate from him, right? And that reminding my soul as if to say of the separation, right? Or to the contrary, right? I should use that and say, Great, he has it. It's like I have it, right? Because we all one. Okay, that's an unbelievable thought. Okay, so just quickly to summarize, yeah.
2: Rabbi, does that only apply to people within, uh, that are Jewish, right? We're speaking specifically. Um,
1: could be, I don't know, don't know, not sure. At least
2: the one soul. I mean, we're not Correct. talking about the non-Jew. Correct. Right?
1: I, I, yeah, probably. But in other words, that, that we all, right, the whole nation is one is one soul. One right? nation, of, right. Now, right. Yeah, but, but bottom line is like this. So, so just to quickly summarize. So this, you know, we, we talked to, and, and now, we, we try to talk about jealousy. Right, right. How do you deal with it? So, the first way we understood, right, is, is, is the only reason you're jealous is because you have jealous thoughts, right? In that your thoughts are causing you jealousy. He deserves it, right? Why shouldn't I deserve it? That's what's what causing me my pain, but the pain of jealousy, right? The way to, to take care of that, but right, is the first way we understood it is understand that your thoughts are causing you the pain. Right? And if your thoughts would be in sync with reality, right, you wouldn't have that pain. What does that mean, your thoughts in sync with the reality? Reality is that Hashem runs the world, right? and Hashem could give me that Porsche as well if, if, if it was good for me. And the fact that He didn't means it's not good for me. I don't need it. Right? So therefore, right away that thought would fall away and the jealousy would fall away automatically. Right? That's, no, that's number one, right And number two is uh, uh, I guess a higher level or a deeper level would be to say, "If I'm feeling jealous now, right, Hashem sending me that feeling of jealousy, you know why? Because he wants me, don't let that child use it, you know, to, to be angry and upset with this person that has the porsche, right Use that feeling of jealousy, which means, I'm great, I'm special, I also, right to, 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 to understand that you're unique in the service of Hashem. Anyway, that's more or less the thought. I know it's a drop early, right But that's the, that's the thought of the day of the, of the evening, of the afternoon, whatever it is. Yeah, okay, I just tell you just to, to end off, I mean that's the end. but since there's another few minutes, I just tell you I saw an extremely nice marshal, right And that is like this. <coughs> Probably puts in. but there there was a, there was a, um, there was a uh, father he wanted to read the newspaper, right, and he wanted to read it in peace, right, and his little kid was not allowing him to read it in peace, okay. So, you know, every time he read it, you know, the kid was pulling, etc. So he decided, you know, something, I have to do something. So as he was reading the paper, he noticed there was, there was a globe, there was, you know, a map of the world and a map of what America, whatever it was, right. So he said, he took his scissors, cut it up into, you know, 100 little pieces, and he told his kid listen here go and make this puzzle and he thought he you know he he got himself two hours right mm-hmm. five minutes later the kid come back finished right so the father says how did you manage that right so the kid says well on the other side there was a picture of a person right and the picture of the person i could put together in two minutes right and then automatically the world was put together right? what's the idea behind that the idea behind that is you want to change the world, you change yourself. right? You change yourself and then automatic that will change the world. Anyway. Okay. How, how is your uh, father? Good. Baruch Hashem. Thank you very sometimes much. he's on this and sometimes not. but yeah, I'll doing- tell you something. This time of the year, So he goes to Mincha at 810. Ah, okay. it's okay. Mincha and at this time. That's the problem. Ah. Okay.
0: Thank okay. you. I just okay. want to put this.
1: What,
2: Rabbi? Just one quick thing. You ended the marshal and then with the opportunity to change yourself, if you wanted to change the world. Right. And that brings me back to: um, Would there not be a different way for Korach to do shuvah, rather than having so many people die? You know, and then subsequent people die with the plague and everything. It seems such a, a, a catastrophic thing for the clout. And, yeah. you
1: know, would there be no way to rehabilitate Korah? I mean, he was given the chance. You know, Moshe Bene gave him the chance to do that. You know what I'm saying? But, but he didn't. He didn't. I mean, i tell you what's interesting is that it says that the way he was killed is that the earth opened up. You know, in Yerushalayim, you know, this week they had such a thing. A pothole by the right. hospital opened up on pasha's kora i saw that <laughs> right and, but yeah you know, no one was killed i think just a few cars were mm-hmm. right. the line. bottom line is one of the reasons i think given oh. is that 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 death was chosen is because it wasn't immediate and there was a chance to do chuva on the way down type of thing right? mm-hmm. and it says that, oh, that okay i said that his children did the truth at that point right. Right. right i remember hearing that Right, right. So there you see that they was good, They were. They did have a chance, and the attacker did do mm-hmm. Chuba. But mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know about Korea himself. <coughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Have a good. Evening. Thanks so much. Robert. Good night. Thank you for your time.
0: Okay. Have a good Shabbos. Okay. Thank you. To you too. Thank you. Thank you. Right. you. Bye. Bye.